Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I just wanted to do a really quick run through of what this episode is going to be. What I did is I sat down with the person who betas all my episodes. Um, they're called Heather. They're amazing. Um, we actually went on for a lot longer than our questions. So what I've done is I've split it up into two. This week's episode is going to be just the questions. Everything's going to be relevant. It's a really pretty short episode, but everything is answering questions. If you want to hear the full thing, and there will be little references to what else we've talked about in the short episode... But next week I'm going to release an unedited edition, it's just us talking about things, we go into more depth about things like how we write and um, how we look at world building and things like that, but it's not all strictly relevant. So stick around today for a short edited version and then next week if you want to hear the whole thing, if you want to hear an hour and a half pretty much of us just talking, um, then you can listen to that, I can guarantee it's funny it's a little bit silly in places but it's definitely fun and it's a good listen to i was listening to it backwards to record it and it was very funny so that's pretty much this um season two is going to be out in a couple of weeks it's mostly written it's going to be recorded as soon as i finish doing this um so thank you very much uh there are some announcements at the end of this uh, uh this episode so if you want to know where to find us on Twitter and things like that, that's all at the end of the episode, so stick around for that. Thank you for listening. I don't even know how to start this. Uh, I mean... Hello. I guess it's With an introduction, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I've never really been particularly professional, so hey, this is a and a episode in between seasons. I'm here. You may recognise my voice from other podcasts, such as this one. <laughs> you may recognise my voice from this very podcast. The one that you may have been listening to for like 12 episodes so far. If you didn't and you jumped to the Q&A episode, that's a very bold move. That's the boldest of moves. Um, that's the boldest of moves. Big dick energy. Hi, I'm Heather. Heather is my, um, they read the thing before it becomes public and yell at me if I've made too many mistakes, which I don't oh, think... I don't, I don't yell, I just put in comments in your Google Docs. Yeah, yelling has not happened yet. Yeah. The, the yet is very important, because I imagine it will happen soon. I mean, it depends. Yeah, it depends what I do. Depends yeah. on bad the jokes get <laughs> um but i have like weirdly had some questions and some of them are weird questions and some of them are actually like sensible questions i would like you heather to take one guess who sent in the weirdest fucking question uh i'm gonna guess it was neil it was it was neil um, this also is going to be like the least professional Q&A podcast you've ever listened to in your life because I haven't even got the questions up um, yet, <laughs> which would have been really good. We're going to break in like no, 20 minutes. No, I'm not a coward. You're right. Honesty is the best policy. We're also going to break in like 20 minutes just to actually... <laughs> Play D and D, yeah, which is really we fun. Because we've spent probably going to put this in fucking. Um, I love to swear, by the way. No, there's no swearing allowed. Oh, yes. dunk! Oh, dunk! No, you can swear what you fucking want. Oh my god! Because I'm gonna. Oh, put a bleep over it. Be funny. 
I'm not bleeping out all of our swears. No, you'll be there for, for you'll uh, you'll be editing it like in the middle of season two still. <laughs> we'll get to season four, and I'm like, hey, I finally did a Q&A thing for fucking season one. <laughs> it took this long to edit out all of our swears. We did too many swears. We did too many of them. I'm trying to find. Neil's bullshit question. And I think the problem is, is he replied to me rather than replying to the podcast. I think he just messaged me. Was it the eggs one? It was the eggs one, but then he did also have a serious question. Oh. Is it... Oh, I found um... it. I found it. Okay. I was just going to look through his tweets. <laughs> it was a while ago. I've got it. It was exactly a month ago. I was supposed to be doing this exactly a month ago. Haha. <laughs> so, the first stupid question from Neil, who is our fandom mom, um, at Null on Twitter, N U L L H, I'll give him a shout out. He occasionally has funny tweets. I follow um, Neil, he's fun. He's, yeah, he's fun. Um, he asked his, I think it was actually his second question. But it's the fun one, so we'll start with it. It's how many hard-boiled eggs can Lynn and Kaylin fit in their mouths, respectively? Now... <laughs> <laughs> These are the questions you really have to think about when you're, like, character building. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen... childhood? Fuck, like, backstory. How many eggs in the mouth? <laughs> and then Ash, who um, is another... She's not here because she's planning for the D&D session we're about to have. Um, she kind of does helps a lot with the character building and also reads through everything and helps me like bounce ideas off. At Return of 44 on Twitter, she's actually genuinely funny on Twitter. Sorry, Neil. Um, return of 424, that is. It sounded a lot like you said 44, I just want to clarify. Yeah, Return of 44. It's a K-pop thing, I think. Is it? I thought the Returner was a reference to... Oh, no, it was Reclaimer, wasn't it, from Bureau of Balance? I'm smart. Yeah. I think it's a... I pay attention to podcasts. I think it's a K-pop thing, and then I also think she's going to be really upset if she listens to this, and she's going to be like, no, it's not. Uh, (laughs) Fucking, I googled it, and all that's coming up is Football Manager. (laughs) Football Manager, 424. (laughs) Football manager in the year 424. You manage peasants running around kicking a fucking pig's bladder. <laughs> you make sure that, like, when they stab, they only get one good stab in, and then that's it. <laughs> make sure they don't get the black pig in between seasons. <laughs> that's completely the wrong era. I know. Don't at me. At me. I'm at Misafo on Twitter. Oh, yeah. We should probably say that. Which I was really proud of myself because I thought it did mean salty lesbian, and then you were like, "No, it's NASA." <laughs> no, it's NASA and Sappho. But you know what? I am a salty lesbian. Anyway, back to eggs. Over <laughs> <laughs> the top of your hand, egg, egg. Ash then clarified whole or in pieces, and Neil said whole for sure. This actually led to me trying it. To see how many hard-boiled eggs I could fit in my mouth. Because Ash said the answer for Kaylin was three, which I thought was obnoxious. Like, there's no way you can fit three hard-boiled eggs in your mouth. Turns out you can fit three hard-boiled... It depends how baggy your cheeks are. I just puffed up my cheeks before remembering this is an audio medium. (laughs) (laughs) So... Kaylin can fit three hard-boiled eggs in his mouth. Canonically, I figure Lynn can get one before he laughs so hard he chokes on the egg. <laughs> because that's what almost happened the first time I tried it. I, oh, God, I'm I'm so upset we don't have time for me to run downstairs and boil an egg right now and see. How many eggs you can fit in your mouth? Yeah. Do it during d and I'm sure I won't mind. No. Um. Well, the, the one of the other ones is from Neil, but I want to kind of like break it up so Neil just isn't 
So I've got four questions from two different people. <laughs> I keep getting distracted by Twitter. God, I'm such an amazing, such an amazing podcast host. Okay. The professionalism we sound. Thank you. Right. So this is from... I realise at this exact point in time, I have no idea what their real name is. <laughs> I've only known them as Ontario Barry. And I'm sure uh, they've given me their name. Valentine, that's it, Valentine. I mean, I was going to say Barry, right? Yeah, but everyone's called Barry. Everyone is called Barry is the problem. And at... And this... Like, honestly, I have been practicing this for, like, two weeks because I know I'm going to say it wrong. At Honorary Corvid. Honorary. Corvid. Yeah. yeah. On Twitter. And they've asked, I'd be curious to know more about the planning process, honestly. How far ahead do you know what's going to happen? Do you have a set plot line or does it unravel as you go? Which is kind of a hard question because as Heather knows I have a plan for this for a while <laughs> for a good old while yeah um like we're talking like 10 seasons if I keep going for that long but like things change in it so I'm writing so so uh lynn's nightmares that happened in season one that literally wasn't gonna be in it until i was writing that episode and i was like sick what if they had nightmares <laughs> what if this happened <laughs> me start looking at a google docs right but get this right but also this um and i think that was the first big one in episode one that was very different um, there's stuff in episode uh, in episode one uh, in season one. There's stuff in season two that like I got stuck halfway through season two, and Heather can testify this because I was sat with them and I was supposed to be writing, and I was just on Twitter. Um, and I that had to... is writing culture to be fair yeah. to you. And I had to like sit and think, and then I had like a brainwave. But I don't think I've actually told you about Heather, but something Ooh, fun. you haven't. I'm going to introduce a new boy um, who wasn't Ooh. meant to be in it yet, but I got excited after playing him in D&D. <gasps> oh, the boy! <laughs> the boy! Oh, excellent. Excellent. He wasn't supposed to be in it yet. I'm very excited for the next season. He's going to pop up. He's going to pop up. He's going to appear. So yeah, like there is a set plot line and there is things that are gonna happen, but getting there is another matter. <laughs> is a is a fun experience and things will go wrong and and things will change. Um but that's what editing is for, and that's also what Heather's for. <laughs> yeah, and that's to go through it and be like, hey, you wrote this word five times in this one sentence, please delete. Please delete at least one of these ones. <laughs> minimum. A minimum one. I do not know what just happened. I'm currently using my fucking um, phone as like a Wi-Fi hotspot because every every Wi-Fi in my house just didn't. Just didn't? It isn't. Did you want to get on with the actual podcast then? <laughs> I was going to say, I have been recording this entire time, so you have just me gently trying to coax my laptop into connecting to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> you have me just, like, reading out random items on Wish, too. <laughs> right. Back to the actual podcast bit, and there's probably going to be a bit of us talking about Wish before this, or fucking something. I'm not going to do a professional reintroduction. And now we're well, back from our commercial break. <laughs> Imagine being sponsored by Wish. <laughs> people, 
People are sponsored by Wish. They sponsor people on YouTube. Yeah, they do. They do. Get sponsored by Wish. It'd be tight. So, Wish, if you want to sponsor this, I am more than happy to get some stuff from Wish because some of the stuff you can get from Wish is fucking tight. You could probably build a cosplay from Wish. Oh, you can. I nearly did. I know Ashen's built a computer off stuff he ordered from Wish. Yeah, I saw that. Because he's an idiot. I was going to make a dummy thick solid snake cosplay purely out of stuff I bought from Wish. But I ran out of time. No! That's so sad. I can't believe dummy thick snake is dead. Dummy thick snake is dead now. And time killed him. (laughs) We got a shit ton more questions from Neil. Exclusively. It was incredible. Exclusively from Neil. Neil just wants more. So we're going to do two of Neil's ones quickly. Um, that are both stupid ones. And then we'll go back and do Valentine's other sensible one. And then Neil's only sensible one. <laughs> the only one. I can't tell which of these you think from Neil is sensible. Oh, not from today. Okay, good. He sent a sensible one last month. So, the first one is how many key smashes do you, Heather, have to edit out each episode? Um, the answer is none, pretty much. The answer is none, purely because I usually delete them before Heather sees them. (laughs) (laughs) You do some re-editing. I do Um, some... Usually with my editing, it's literally just looking at your thing and going, like, you have... Like I said before, the same in this one sentence, please, please erase. <laughs> you said the same word 17 times in this one sentence. Hey, uh, you put like views three times in a row. Very impressive. Yeah, those are good ones. Um, I remember, I can actually look back at my emails and see, um, fucking gmail emails me when you when you accept my suggestions and i don't know how to turn it off you don't you always know i i want to die when it does that i'll see if i can find i'll just get like i'll just be doing an editing session and i'll get like seven emails in a row like accepted your um edit accepted your edit accepted your edit and i'm just like no i know there's that bike again oh is he revving he is. He's having a fun time. Listen to him go. Oh yeah. What so was this? One, you... one, one original sentence was, apart from its diverse landmass, there is also a diverse range, and I, that's where the sentence cuts off, because that's all I've highlighted. And I was just like, hey, this scan's weird. <laughs> this scan's odd. <laughs> Replace abounded with being about. Abound means plentiful. (laughs) And I just accepted it. (laughs) There's also this very good one, which is selected text, I, and then whomst. And then I responded with (laughs) And then a key smash. Oh, and then... L- Lameo, I was going to say if you have Lincoln in Beautiful, people are going to ship it. <laughs> in, when I was, which was my genuine thought. I was like, people are going to start shipping this. Like, I have to make this apparent that they're related, otherwise, things are going to happen. Yeah, people be freaks like that, though. People happen. People happen. <laughs> yeah, you literally said scan's kind of weird. I'm really in love with this one edit I made where literally all Google Docs email is telling me is that I put, I tried to delete something from your thingy, but it just, like, one apostrophe, but they put it in quotation marks. (laughs) So it's completely indistinguishable. So it just looks like I've written delete. Delete. Just the whole fucking thing. Gone. You did put a very good um, you did put a very good comment and I think it was the second season. And like, 
I'm tempted to just read it out because no one's gonna listen anyway. And if you do, hey, you get a um, you get a sneak peek as to something that happens in this. Uh, <laughs> weird is passive voice. Where was it where you just put fucking brutal? <laughs> I'm sure you wrote fucking brutal I, somewhere. I don't recall, but I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> aerodynamics really helped when you got your arguably less at so oh that's the thing it's something like aerodynamics really helped when you got lynn had always wondered whether aerodynamics really helped when you got your hand cut off and you commented with arguably less surface area so technically yes this isn't a suggestion i just love this part <laughs> oh yeah occasionally when i'm editing i will make comments like that <laughs> yeah there's also i like one. to think i'm funny you are funny. There's also this one with this sentence makes it sound like they're gonna go fuck, and all I did was respond with how do you know they're not? Well. Oh, hang on, hang on. That was you just there making a really sad face at something oh, that happened. Um the brutal was um Lynn saying, You look amazing, almost perfect, and I highlighted almost perfect and just wrote brutal. Brutal. <laughs> okay, I think that was the fucking there. Yeah, that's the other funny one of just brutal. You're a penguin, by the way. Oh, excellent. For those who don't know, Google Docs will assign you a fursona when you're not logged in. <laughs> I've been. What am I a lot? I'm the quacker a lot. You're the quacker a lot. I'm the quacker a lot. That's your assigned fursona. Google assigned fursona. Um, we still didn't get oh that was the silly key smashes one I was going to say we still didn't get to the question yet Um, the other one that Neil said is what is Kaylin wearing right now to which the answer is nothing dick out dick out dick out so those are those are Neil's two stupid questions that he sent in Every question Neil asks is so important. Every question that Neil asks is vital and adds to the canon of everything. <laughs> and then there's like... I was almost going to fucking say everything Neil says is canon, but he will take that. He will take that and run with it. Also, I don't think I'm legally allowed to decide what's canon. <laughs> okay, another question. So, this is from Valentine again, and this is another sensible one. It's actually something a really interesting one, and one that I had to think about quite a lot. And mm. this is actually also, how do you keep on track for telling an extended story without losing focus or getting distracted by a new idea? This purely theoretical question is brought to you by my ADD brain. Now, as somebody who also has ADD, I thought this would be quite fun to answer. Um, and the answer is, I don't. <laughs> I have other story ideas uh, someone that you will meet in the second season but has been referenced in the first season I really want to do kind of a spin-off of them at some point um, it'd probably just be like a little side story that happened every so often and may just be like a Patreon exclusive um, but I kind of want to tell their story because they have quite an interesting story um, of uh, the people who live in their house in Winterdrift um, that Lynn and Kaylin stay at. There's also um, there's a group of people you get introduced to very early on in the um, second season, which you don't get introduced to. They're just very small side characters. You know what? Oh, are these are these my faves? Your faves, Maybe. my babies, babies. They're literally, like, I just had to come up with a group of fighters. And then I just put too much into it. And then I was like, oh, these are these are new characters. And I kind of want to explore a little bit of what they do. Um, I kind of want to do... That's, that's a huge spoiler, but I kind of want to do a little, like, a big prequel of um, some of Lynn's family and kind of what they did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, 
So the reason actually like my brain always does follow down these paths of like, but what if I did this too? And what if I did this too? Um, and I also always have like 7 million different things on. And I always have 7 million different things I'm writing. But I find that useful because it means that if I just sit and write this and nothing else, I would be so bored and I would just give up. And being able to kind of jump around and I also write um, just little drabbles for the Patreon. So anyone who wants to support me on Patreon, you can find these little drabbles um, that are kind of away from the story a little bit. That, that's kind of what keeps me from not getting bored with my ADD brain is I kind of do, I let it go wherever it wants to go and then I will come bring it in. I think that was the first genuine answer we've given. <laughs> that was the first like serious talk we've had. It was serious talk. Um, you can't talk seeing as everything that you did while you were supposed to be writing your degree. Um, okay, hey. <laughs> okay, well, we didn't need that call out. But yeah, a serious. I mean, yeah, I. So I, um, I did a creative writing degree. I'm fucking graduating in September. Yee. But, um, though, do you find this is like if you write, like, if you have like two Word documents open, it goes both go way faster than if you just open one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. You just halfway through writing a sentence for one of them, and then you're just gonna be like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> what if I just do this? The... <laughs> over here for a minute. The one... I just, uh, come over. The one thing that I do find problematic with doing that is I find, like, I mix a lot of my characters up quite a lot. So, like, you'd find Lynn doing something really out of character, and I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> It's not him. That's the That's other one. It's making me desperately want to get back into writing. Just having this conversation. It, it, yeah, do it. Start your own podcast. Well, it's... I mean... No. <laughs> the issue is... No, I mean, I guess I could do video essays. Do video I'm, essays? I'm literally just in the mood to do... To write essays about stuff I like. Do a fucking whole podcast just reading out fucking essays. But that sounds boring, so it'd have to be video essays. Do it. Just... I'll do video editing for you if you don't mind me putting dumb jokes in. Right. Nah, I think it's gonna start like a blog spot or something. Oh, anyway, back to your you. podcast. Oh <laughs> the reason we're here? Oh no, a distraction. I I actually have a serious question from Neil, and I don't know how I'm going to answer this um, without being incredibly boring. <laughs> um, Neil has provided us with fun questions, and then one that I feel is going to be incredibly boring. Um, the answer is, what's the history of the place where the story is set? You mentioned an island. Um, and like this, answer could go on for another two or three hours because I do a lot of world building. I have pretty much, I took the magic system, I based it off Dungeons and Dragons and then thought, yeah, I can do better. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to like make it mechanically viable. You just have yeah. to make it interesting. So like, yeah, of course, like in a magic, if you're playing a TTRPG, a magic system has to be balanced and you can't go too over the top and make magic users so much more powerful than those who don't um whereas kind of in this universe it's a lot more fun if magic users are a lot more powerful than people who can't use magic um and it's a lot more fun that everyone has like you know like everyone uses a little bit of magic um like shopkeepers will use magic to move things and, and just everywhere around there is magic and I tried to make it in this world that not being able to use magic is genuinely an issue and like genuinely 
I don't know how to word it, like, genuinely makes your life harder if you can't use magic. Mm. Um, just so it's a little bit less of Lynn just being like, <laughs> can't use magic. Yeah, yeah, because, like, otherwise he would just seem kind of whiny. He because is like, oh, I can't use magic. It's like, okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, no one else on. can, bitch. <laughs> um, Get over it. But yeah, I I do like um I love your world. It it's been a long time in like world building. Um and it's kind of been like trying to fit this world around the story. I've kind of done a reverse Tolkien where yeah. <laughs> I've kind of got this story and I'm trying to mold this world to it. And it is something that always grows. Um <laughs> What? Dark Tolkien, tell me your secrets. <laughs> the anti-Tolkien. But it it's because someone, I think it was actually on Tumblr, which is its own problem. But someone on Tumblr was like, write what you know. And like people who write fantasy always try and do these big like Tolkien things. But it's because Tolkien was a linguist and, and Tolkien knew how to world build. I like world building. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily that good at it. Because um, I always forget what I need until I need it. Because <laughs> I'm always like, oh, yeah, I should probably figure out what the travel is like. Or I should probably figure out what all the biomes are like. Um, mm. One that I always forget is that the island is... I like being able to mess with weather systems. Um because if anyone has ever studied geology, no, geography, like, this island shouldn't work. Because you have this desert up in the north that's incredibly, incredibly hot. And there's a river run run that runs through it. And in world, no one knows why this river is still there. Because it's so incredibly hot. And then the island curves round. But if you think about it, if you go straight down, it's not that far until you get to a place where it never unfreezes it's always cold it's always snow on the ground and like it shouldn't work but i like being able to be like eh, magic yeah it's, oh, magic. it's my world <laughs> bitch this is how it is um but yeah it's wow. kind of fun um and i did the kind of generic world building thing of uh rendering some clouds on photoshop and and just redoing it and redoing it until I found something that looked cool um, which is why it's on an island and then that's kind of forged a lot of the history of it because it's easier to have a very self-contained thing on an island um, which is why there hasn't really been much conflict because the island's pretty hard to get to um, there's only really been one huge war um, and kind of people have known peace for the last 30 years. Um, and there's not, yeah, like, there's not really much conflict. People have learned how to, to get along because they're in this little island. But there are still places like the Bellator Forest where there are people in there that, that have never seen civilization, that have never gone outside. And the Kinnegal Waste, there's a lot of people down there that have never come out of the Kinnegal Waste. And it's very rarely someone leaves the Kinnegal Waste. Um mm. But it's all places that I want to kind of go into and explore more. Um, yeah. Because at the moment I realise it has been very urban. Because, yeah. Yeah, but like, all, both Kaylin and Lynn are very urban people. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially just in one season it would be like changing up the setting drastically, given... Yeah, how short your episodes are would be weird. Just be like, hey, they're in the like they're cold now. Yeah, because it would need to be um like a lot of episodes of travel. Yeah, or you would jump locations every episode, which both one would be boring and the other one would be jarring. So yeah, the travel is definitely something like in the first season that has been huge to deal with because there has been a lot of travel. Um, yeah. Because they're literally like moving across half the island. Um, yeah. 
um and along like mostly the same like the idea is the um the Britain plains are a vast majority of the island so they don't actually like I was gonna say at, at the time of recording they have not left the Britain plains yet um <laughs> the whole time um but by the time this comes out they will have finally kind of moved to a different area and they're they're in um they're in Hirondale, which is in the Coval Expanse, which is like the more desert area. But yeah, traveling was a huge thing to like, look at us getting all serious. <laughs> to, have, to have enough traveling without it just being two guys talking for an entire series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's, that's part of the thing with like, travel in writing in general is you have to make it interesting and that's so fucking hard like I will just pass out on trains because I'm I'm tired, travel is tiring and there's nothing to do so I just go to sleep but you can't write that in a podcast (laughs) like I'm bored which is another reason that I threw the um yeah, which is another reason why I threw the nightmares in. For, for, yeah. For two big reasons. One being it breaks up this boring travelling and being in the same place. Um, and another being... The, the, the podcast kind of takes place in the middle of a story. Um, I did originally start writing it from the very, very beginning. And that was interesting. And it may be something that I release because I do have a hundred thousand words of this story written from the very beginning. I may go back and kind of say, okay, this is what happened before, but it feels a lot more interesting to get it from the middle. Um, I mean, there is um, like a principle in writing where you start in medias res, like you start as late as you possibly can into the story because having a lot of build-up can, like, it, it, some stories that start with that much build-up, it feels like you're at a lecture waiting to get to the good shit. Yeah, like, come on. But if you're like, it's the good shit, go, good shit now. <laughs> come on. But, yeah, that that's, that's the point of, like, this story starts, well, if, being, honestly, this story starts from when Lynn was born. Um, but I don't want to do the whole here he grows up and da 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 um, but like the story really gets going about 50 years ago um, about 50 years before the start of the podcast but I pref- <laughs> I don't know I prefer the start of writing where you are thrown in in the middle of it and the characters know something that you don't they both know something and it has been hinted to in the podcast, like something happened with Lynn, something happened with Kaylin, and it's kind of that slow working out what happened rather than, hey, this is what happened now. This is what just happened. Hey, so this yeah. is what just happened. Um, so I know both of the characters' like backstories, and from... Um... What I know of Kaelin, I'm assuming this is after his sort of big thing is the only way I can think of describing it without making a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, it's after it's after this the big thing. The big thing TM TM TM. TM TM TM. And like the one reason like it's tempting to go back a little bit and visit it because Kaelin is a incredibly different before the big thing than after the big thing Mm. Lynn's big thing he didn't really change much through it Um, he kind of has stayed the same person and without going too much into it he has not learnt from his mistakes (laughs) he's not learnt anything what else kind of history stuff um I don't know, like, sort of, I guess, large-scale events. Yeah. I mean, really, at this point in the island's history, 
everything's kind of calmed down. Mm. Um, like, there has before been a lot of big wars. I think I mentioned it a little bit that um, the main, the city of Winterdrift um, started off being a human settlement, was taken over by the elves, and then was taken over by, the, which is why it's a very elvish style city and then was taken over by the humans again so it's kind of technically um the island is under human rule but it's more of a the monarchy is very much like the british monarchy in that they don't really do anything yeah it's much more of a democracy um but there is still this kind of what's the word i'm looking for like a an ornamental monarchy in place and mm. if things were to come down to it yes technically the humans rule the island but they also pretty much know that if they were to clamp down and say hey we own the island then things were gonna go bad um, yeah and i kind of very much wanted to avoid a lot of the stereotypical stereo like the usual stereotypes um that you see in fantasy races um yeah and they very much like i like everyone pretty much works together and you do have higher concentration so in the kinnegar waste you have a higher concentration of half orcs and humans because and dwarves because they stand up against the cold a lot better and then up in the bellata forest you have more asama you have more um elves you have more um halflings and gnomes and things because they are more suited to that environment and if you kind of tried to put a half-orc into a very dense forest they wouldn't be as suited that there are half-orcs that live there but just you know naturally they it's not their environment and they're starting to move more into it but there's less of them purely because they've not lived there before um and like across in the in the deserts, um, the desert is kind of being more habited now than it ever has been before. Um, and there you're kind of getting more elves purely for the reason that a lot of Hyrandal was built up by the Chassos. Um, and it's at the very start of the uh, second season, I kind of go into it more, but the Chassos basically shaped Hyrandale. Um, which is the reason why you have more elves there than any other race. But it's kind of, it's more of that kind of thing rather than they're all dwarves in this city because they don't let anyone else in. Yeah, yeah, rather than like separate kingdoms for the races. Yeah, it's, things are separated purely from a, these are where these people survive more, better before civilization rather than this is our place no one allowed in this is me now (laughs) no elves allowed no get out go back in this is my (laughs) treehouse this is my (laughs) treehouse i think that's kind of everything history wise but yeah like the history of the island has basically just been you know, different races have tried to take over the island and then it, it's kind of just kind of simmered down to, you know, it's better if everyone works together. Like, we yeah. we have more of a chance of surviving the very rare invasions from the closest, con- like, the closest mainland mm. if we work together. Um... But I will be honest, I've not started working on the mainland, <laughs> and it probably is somewhere that... Yeah, I was that... going to say, um, I think I'm, I'm allowed to ask the question, right? Yeah, no. Fuck oh, you. fuck. You're not allowed oh, to ask questions. No, yeah, ask a no. question. Um, like, do you think uh, Lynn and Kaylin are ever going to see the mainland in the podcast? Um, they might do. Um, they might do purely because one of Lin's big things that he wants to do is extend the reach of the Chasser University. Mm. Um, 
there's until him has been very concentrated in one or two towns um so we're definitely kind of going underground at some point um into like you know the kingdom of, of the dark elves and and things like that who are like a race that have very much kept themselves to themselves um yeah but it would also make sense for him to kind of start reaching across to the mainland and and kind of taking things over there as well um mm. but if if they do it's not going to be that much different like i'm not seeing like i've never thought of it being like this huge difference between the island and the mainland like it is a modern civilized society mostly um i mean there are trains there are trains there is teleportation um there are boats <laughs> people can fly so like it's not like a typical fantasy like over yeah, those hills are savages and we never go there um it's mostly just lynn's never really been far from home Kaylin's never really been far from home um so it's something like they none of them would really choose to do unless there was a push and Lynn trying to expand the empire as it were is definitely a push that would push him mm. overseas um Kaylin also can't swim so that'll be fine <laughs> god so many characters that just can't fucking swim you make a lot of characters that can't swim hey can you swim I can't swim, no. You can't? No. Fuck. So it might be projection. It might be projection. That's why no one can swim, because I can't swim. They say, write what you know, and I don't know swim. Write what you know, and what I know is hydrophobia. <laughs> what I know is dry. <laughs> I know land. I know the land, I do not know the wets. Wet. <laughs> oh god. What a terrible way to describe the ocean. It's the wet. The deep wet. Oh no, 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 no. Don't call them that. <laughs> That's so cast. <laughs> I have a way with words. And that way is cursed. And that's the podcast. And that's the podcast. I think yeah. that's, that's genuinely all the questions that I have. Like, yeah, um, I mean, uh, I don't have any more questions to pad it out, but also we've been going for like, I mean, we took a break to play D&D, but my recording is break. now an hour for this session, so. Yeah, my recording is an hour for this session, and then I also had an hour recording for the last session. This is fairly decent. I'm probably going to cut some of it down and release like <laughs> the actual relevant bits. And then oh, not the bit where I start reading out Buggy King's foot letters? Um, that can be outtakes, or... <laughs> maybe a special outtake episode. Or maybe I just split it into two episodes and be like, hey, these are the first two questions. These are the last four questions. No, it's like, oh, Christ, no, but then the fucking first episode's gonna be 30 minutes and the last one's gonna be an hour. Yeah, who needs um, a consistent length of episodes? That's certainly nothing nothing that I've done before. <laughs> it's like when I'm editing... The timing is for chumps. Yeah, it's like when I'm editing and I'm like, oh, this, this episode is only eight minutes long. What? What? Where did it go? <laughs> Where's this whole thing gone? Where I'm podcast? Where I'm content? Well, I'm content. And then I was Hello? like, content. I was like, this is fine because, like, the 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 finale episode of um this season that everyone will have heard but has not been released yet. I thought it was going to be so much longer because it's like word count wise, it's like twice the length of the other ones. But because of what happens in it, and because I'm talking a lot quicker, <laughs> because I'm trying to get like the urgency across. By talking a lot quicker, it doesn't actually end up being that much longer. And I'm like, huh. Huh. Oops. Whoops. I tried to have this really cool thing going and. 
I gone. accidentally the episode. I accidentally the episode's gone. Oh no, my episode. Where did it go? Where did it go? Cotton-eyed Joe. Where did it go, Cotton-eyed Joe? Did you know that's a song about um... STDs? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Thank you for finishing my sentences. Well, you know, I mean... Same brain. Same brain? Same brain. Same brain. Right. I think we could call that an episode. I think we're allowed to call that an episode, legally. Shall I make some, like, important announcements that I've never done on an episode before? Oh, you could do. I could do. Um, And then I can just cut this out and occasionally (laughs) repeat it. Fucking important announcements. One, I have a Twitter. It's at Flying Fate on Twitter. I also have an Instagram. I've not put anything on there yet, but <laughs> if someone starts following it, I will be forced to post. Um, which is also at Flying... Shit, I got it wrong. Well, ignore that. <laughs> I have a Twitter, it's which so is... put together, we stand. We Thank you. I have a Twitter, at Flying underscore... Ah, fuck me. I have a Twitter at flying underscore fate. I also have an Instagram at flying underscore fate that I have done nothing with. But if someone follows it, I will be forced to add content on there. Um, I have a Facebook page, which is flying, uh, flying in the face of fate. I think the at is just flying fate because they wouldn't let me put an underscore in it. Um... You can find links to pretty much everything, including transcripts. I just realised we're going to have to transcribe this. Oh, God. Uh, I can I can work on that. Uh, just send me, like, the edited episode, like, when you yeah. cut it down, and I'll transcribe it for you. Nice, thank you. You're there welcome. are transcripts for every single one of my episodes. Um, you can find that on the website, which is https colon forward slash forward slash L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash flying underscore fate. That is, has links to everything. Everywhere you can find me. Um, anything you need to know is on there. Um, Heather and I will be at PodCon UK. I'll definitely be there. You're invited. Your name is... I I will so I'm unemployed right now I'm going to see if I get a job then if I can get time off <laughs> if you get a job, if you can get time off then Heather will be there if I don't have a job, if I have enough money <laughs> um, but I definitely will be there and I will have merch and I will say hi to people and it's I... in Birmingham? it is in Birmingham, it's the NEC in Birmingham but um... oh, yeah I can probably make it back for that yeah, all of the info is at PodCon UK. It's, uh, I think, the 1st of February. Um, um, God, this is so organised. I love it. It's oh, no, hang on. So they good. are Pod, Team Pod UK on are Twitter. Are they Team Pod UK? Okay, they're at Team Pod UK on Twitter. Yeah, February 1st. Uh, February at the 1st. Millennium Point in Birmingham. It's Wait not at the NEC. I lied about that. It's a Millennium Point in Birmingham. Unbelievable. Frost shattered. Um, but yeah, I will. Yeah, there. come see us there. Come see us or me. Um, I will actually be trying to make a Kaylin cosplay by then. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm incapable of sewing anything without jabbing myself in the thumb, so. I'll just be dressed as me. <laughs> Heather will be there as Heather. I will I'll come it. as the editor, so I'll just come with stacks of paper and stress lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want us to come say hi, we'll be there. So come say hi. Um, I think that's about it. Is there anything else important that I need to say? Uh, season two is coming very soon. Yeah, probably in like a week. I don't know. At the point of recording, I haven't written it yet. So, <laughs> oh, you know, you can though. 
dumb. What did you say? I said it'll come though, and then I said uh, don't. It will because it will come. Mm. It will arrive. Uh the Patreon for this podcast as well, if you want to oh, show yeah, there is a primary pa- support is patreon.com slash flying in the face of fate. All one word, no underscores, no dashes, no... Well, oh. there's one dot, it's at dot com, but you know. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's there. If you want to throw me money, um, I can go through like the tiers of the, the Patreon um, real quick. Essentially, yeah. any tier you get, like... You get extra dabbles. So if you wanted to dabbles, you get extra dabbles. Extra dabbles. So if you wanted to like learn more about the world and kind of what's happening, and um, there's kind of there's just little things like things that I couldn't fit into the podcast. Um, there's also if you're not a cop, there's also some NSFW stuff on there. If you are over the age of eighteen, um, so that's there. If you wanted some of that. Um, but yeah, I also write little things like what the characters are thinking that would be really difficult to kind of put in audio form because it's just them thinking to themselves for a couple of thousand words. Um, there's also an exclusive Discord server, which at the moment is just me and Ash, so you can pop in there and you will get like in canon an AU Drabble. So if I ever do alternative universes, which I do a lot. Um, they appear um, for five dollars or more a month. Uh, I will record a thank you message for you, and for ten dollars or more a month, I will write you a thank you note and give it to you, and you'll get a shout out at the end of every podcast. And then at fifteen dollars or more a month, um, I'll do a writing commission for you. Yay! Yay! And you also for joining Patreon as well. I will send you like a personalized little postcard and a sticker. So you get that I have too. I have a I have one because it, it takes pride of place on my laptop along with a gay night that my friend drew. Yeah, I have a sticker on my um laptop too. It's a fun little sticker. A good sticker. Get it. But yeah, I think that's everything. That sounded aggressive. I'm sorry. Get it. Get it. Just receive it. Receive. In... Open your heart. And receive. Open your, open your heart and receive the sticker. <laughs> Place this sticker directly onto your heart and keep oh it God, there forever. Oh God, don't do that. <laughs> Consume the sticker. Eat the sticker. Become the sticker. This is this has become cursed. <laughs> Everything my hands touch become cursed. I'm like the worst um, King Midas. That's not my King Midas shit. <laughs> it's gonna be the title of this episode or of the outtakes. <laughs> There's so many good titles in here for the outtake episode, but King Midas, but it's shit. Is <laughs> a very good King one. Midas, but it's shit is very good. <laughs> is the problem? It's my new band name. I think this is the end. I think this is the end of the podcast of our sanity of life as we know it. Thank you for joining me, Heather. It was it was cool. Thank you for letting me ask questions. One single question. One single question. That's all I'm allowed. You're famous now. Oh fuck. <laughs> I don't know how to handle the fame. But yeah, I'm just going to do another like quick corner. If you wanted to check out Heather, um, they are very funny on Twitter. They are at N-A-S-A-P-P-H-O. So at N-A-S-A-P-P-H-O. They're very I, funny. I tweeted earlier today on the day this is being recorded. Um, I tweeted a picture of um, a carton of slug pallets. And, <laughs> I just and looked the at words, it. munch on my tomatoes now, you wee slimy cunt. I think that's the first time that the cunt bomb has happened on this episode, on this Aww. podcast. 
on this podcast. Oh, I'm me. So, I did it. I'm so proud that it came from you. Thank you. I feel honoured to have contributed in this way. 